Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Ben Carson. Yes. Now, Ben Carson isn't exactly a politician, and he himself says that he doesn't know much about politics, but he does have a plan for how to be a good president. I think that the people who do the best are the ones who know how to utilize experts around them. Well, that makes sense. You don't have to know everything if you can just surround yourself with experts. There's just one problem. The experts Ben Carson surrounds himself with think that he's an idiot. Ben Carson under fire after reports he's failing on foreign policy. A New York Times article quotes one of his national security advisors as saying Carson can't get one iota of intelligent information about the Middle East and needed weekly briefings on foreign policy. So, quote, we can make him smart. That's just obvious, people. Of course, Ben Carson's advisors can't make him smart. You can't change his brain. That's a job for a neurosurgeon. (laughs) It's the same way your barber always has a haircut. That's how it goes. (laughs) Now, maybe you're surprised that the guy who thinks the pyramids are grain silos might not be that smart about foreign affairs, but um, let's not just take his advisor's word for it. Let's judge for ourselves. Carson was asked on Fox News who he'd call first if the Paris attacks happened on his watch. He refused to answer three times. Who would you call first? But who would you call first specifically? But can you tell us who you would call first, sir? On the international scene. Ghostbusters, come on! Everybody knows the right answer to that question! You could go to any African country and ask a little kid, who are you gonna call? He'd be like, Ghostbusters! <laughs> and UNICEF, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, he has no plan for war. The question is, does Carson have a plan for peace? Dr. Ben Carson said, I don't have any problem with the Palestinians having a state, but does it need to be within the confines of Israeli territory? Is that necessary? Or can you sort of slip that area down into Egypt? <laughs> Can't you just slip it into Egypt? Like, who does Ben Carson think? He thinks the Egyptians won't notice him just walking in with Palestine? This is insane. At this rate, I wouldn't be shocked to find out Ben Carson thinks the Gaza Strip is a titty bar in Vegas. 
Now, now the advisor who's calling Ben Carson stupid is no joke. He's a man named Dwayne Claridge with 60 years of foreign policy experience, including a particularly shady stint at the CIA. And now he runs a private intelligence agency. It's so shadowy, it is literally called the Eclipse Group. Yeah, it's the number one listing in the yellow pages for shady business. <laughs> right above Skullduggery Systems Limited and Casual Whistle with Hands in Pockets, LLC. So according to the New York Times, this guy's been advising Ben Carson on the debates, and now he's talking trash about Carson. Wow, I hope he's wearing a belt buckle, because here come the knives. Well, this is your own advisor, Mr. Claridge, saying that in his words, you need weekly briefings, in his words, quote, to make you smart. One of your other well, advisors- Well, he's, he's not my advisor. He, he is not my advisor. Oh, well, that explains everything. This guy is not his advisor. Question answered. So, uh, so what is he then? He is a person who has come in on a couple of our sessions to offer his opinions about what was going on. So, an advisor? <laughs> you know, this guy isn't my drug dealer. He's just a man who comes to my apartment and shares his cocaine after I pay him. I don't think of myself as a surgeon. Um, just a guy people pay to stab their brain <laughs> until they're healthy. <laughs> and the craziest thing is the Carson campaign didn't just distance themselves from Claridge. They did it in a pretty dickish way. The Carson campaign says of uh, Claridge, he is coming to the end of a long career of serving our country. He is clearly not one of Dr. Carson's top advisors. For the New York Times to take advantage of an elderly gentleman and use him as their foil in the story is an affront to good journalistic practices. I love how they do, they use the New York Times. Why would you say that about this senile old man? <laughs> New York Times, these guys are heartless. And to be honest, I don't understand how it got to this. But for more on this, we go to senior political analyst, Jessica Williams, everybody. <laughs> Jess, after a two-year relationship, not only is Carson acting like he doesn't know Claridge, he's also calling him a senile old man. Well, it's not so complicated, Trevor. This is what happens in a breakup. We've all been there. You meet somebody, you hit it off, you start getting really close, and then one of you says, hey, maybe I can be in your cabinet one day. And the next thing you know, you're picking out countries to invade together. Well, that makes a lot of sense, Jessica, but then why are they airing out all their dirty laundry in public? Oh, yeah, all it takes is one fight, and then he starts telling everyone that you don't know anything about the world and that you're helpless without him. And you're like, oh, yeah, really? Well, you never meant anything to me anyway. And technically, we weren't even together, so... What? Jess, are we still talking about Ben Carson? Who the f is Ben Carson? Look, if Daryl, <laughs> look, if Daryl wanted to be an item, he should have just said so instead of just stringing me along with DiGiorno and late night booty blasting. And now he's on Facebook talking about how great it is to be single and how for the first time he really feels so free. And it's like, really, Daryl? Really? You feel free right now? You're just gonna DM my best friend three days after we break up, even after we did that stupid hike in the Catskills together? Dude, I did a three mile hike with Daryl. Three miles, I had granola for lunch, and that's not even a lunch. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you take a handful of that granola and then just shove it up your ass, bro? Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, okay. bye. Okay. 
Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Before the break, Democrats got their asses handed to them last night. I believe we referred to it as skull. <laughs> but even worse, for, that is trademarked, by the way. Even worse for the Democrats was the demographic breakdown of the ass handers. Iowa has elected its first statewide woman. It's a Republican, Joni Ernst. West Virginia has its first female U.S. senator. We had two openly gay candidates running <coughs> as Republicans for Congress. Tim Scott of South Carolina is the first black senator elected from the South since Reconstruction. In Utah, Mia Love becomes the first African-American woman Republican to serve in the House. <laughs> An African-American Woman, Utah, Republican. Those, those words are so odd together. Try, try typing it in your phone. It auto-corrects that to Aphrodite can watch you Reba McIntyre. It won't even do it. If you try and type that in, Siri just jumps in without being prompted and says, I think you're looking for a hospital because it sounds like you're hallucinating. <laughs> and not only did Republicans have diversity, they had youth. Republican Tom Cotton defeating Democratic incumbent Mark Pryor. He will be the youngest senator at the age of 37. New York's Elise Stefanik at 30, becoming the youngest woman ever elected to Congress. The Democratic Party's leadership is going to look old and stale in comparison to where the Republicans yep. are. Oh, please. Old and stale? Come on. They're not. Oh, my God! <laughs> Someone put the bandages back on those mummies. Oh, my God! They're right. If they want to compete with these new young Republicans, Harry Reid's going to have to get a couple of sleeve tattoos and a vest from Uniqlo stat. <laughs> Listen. That's... That's, that's not a mock-up. That's Harry Reid. <laughs> and his band. Because Republicans were running in all ages and colors, and Democrats just could not keep up. The lieutenant governor of Illinois is a Latina. Uh, she was running against a Democrat uh, who was just another white guy. And by the way, that was definitely her opponent's mistake to make that his campaign slogan. <laughs> for more, we're joined by our senior demographer, Jessica Williams. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this, this, is, this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Absolutely. Uh, Jessica, you, you would agree, last night Republicans gained at least seven Senate seats, they fielded some pretty diverse candidates. John, Republicans didn't just take Democrats' seats. They stole their essence. The GOP went from a Brooks Brothers catalog to a United Colors of Benetton ad. <laughs> it's not fair. I mean, how would Republicans feel if Democrats started denying climate change or decided that life begins at impure thoughts? No, I can understand that. They would be angry. Yeah. They would be confused. Oh, absolutely. They would maybe be hurt. Exactly. But sorry, Democrats, because Utah just selected a young black congresswoman. Conservative Arkansas passed a minimum wage increase. What the f kind of bizarre world is this, John? <laughs> I mean, pretty soon the Republicans are going to be rocking those MSNBC nerd goggles. <laughs> John, 
They are single white femaling the Democrats. So what do they do? What do they do when, when, when this happens? The Democratic Party has always been uh, about the identi identity politics, really, of the underrepresented. If Republicans take that, what do the Democrats have left? They need to dig deeper. Get the minorities within the minorities. Pansexual Whole Foods shoppers with dreadlocks. <laughs> You're Korean lesbian floor. So you know what? Maybe politics isn't the Democrats' thing anymore. They're great at social media and raising money, so why not become a tech startup and develop an app? Like AirDNC. It lets you say, it lets you stay in a Democrat's Washington home that's now vacant since they lost a job. You know, that, that boom. boom is, is, is right. It mm -hmm. hurts. Truth it hurts. Hurt. The truth hurts, mm -hmm. Jessica, and I'm glad that you delivered that and, and dropped what appeared to be a mic from your hand as you Always. did. Always. Boom. <laughs> let, me, let me say this. Uh -huh. Maybe Democrats need more people like yourself to motivate the base to get the blood pumping there. Oh, yeah, I would do it, but I'm a Republican now. What? Hey, what? Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. You support Republican policy now. Well, no, but I do support me winning an Oscar playing the first black woman president in Road to the Ovary Office, the Mia Love story. That, that's, so this is it. It's over. Mm -hmm. It's over. It's over. The Republicans are the party of minorities now. Well, you know what? No, uh, it's like... When there's, like, this accountant guy at your office who, like, keeps asking you out even right. though you know you have nothing in common, but then, like, one night you see him at an exclusive party at the MoMA and he's with some cute alt girl with, like, pink hair and you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I could date this guy. You know what I mean? And then you, like, talk to him again on Monday and you're like, oh, no, I was right. This guy sucks. <laughs> it's just like that. You know, you know what I mean? So... so uh, so 2016 Democrats have a, a better shot at dating? Yeah, right. I mean, no. I mean, well, maybe. I don't know, John, I'm 25. Love is complicated. All right, thank you. <laughs> Jessica Williams, everybody, we'll be right back. It really is Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week, we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. As you may have heard, tonight is a bittersweet moment at The Daily Show. Our beloved correspondent Jessica Williams is leaving us to go create her own new show on Comedy Central. Fortunately, we do have one final report from Jess on a group of Donald Trump supporters who may surprise you. After an impassioned Democratic primary between the Curb Your Enthusiasm guy and the Mother of Dragons, oh the voting is finally over. And with Hillary Clinton as their nominee, the Democratic Party has united without controversy. <laughs> JK, y'all, I'm 
with you. I won't vote for Hillary. I can't vote for her. We're not just automatically going to vote for the demon because you're saying the devil may be there. Demons and devils? How can it get any worse? I think there's one poll that showed one-fifth of Bernie Sanders supporters would actually vote for Donald Trump. Oh, yep. That's worse. So I gathered a bunch of actual loyal Bernie Sanders supporters together to see if this could possibly be true. Probably I will be looking at Trump. I'm going to have to go with Trump. Trump. Why? He has diarrhea of the mouth, but a lot of things that he says are things that a lot of people may think. You mean like racist things? Racist things, I would say, yeah. Okay. Um, he is a bigot and the racist. However, um, you don't have to continue with however. Where are you going to go with that? No, I'm, I'm about to go there. Hillary has been a scam artist all her life. And I hope the FBI comes and indicts her. Hmm. I was starting to suspect that this wasn't about Trump at all. Hillary will bring us to war within 90 days of her inauguration. Okay. Hillary Clinton's just a stack of garbage. She's a, she's a stack of garbage. She's more like a leprechaun to me. You said she's a leprechaun? What has a leprechaun ever done to you? Uh, they disgust me. Okay, hold up. So they think Hillary is this. I want me go. But they want to vote for this? Money, money, I want more money. I want, I don't even know why. I don't get it. How do you go from a left-wing progressive like Bernie to a man who worships money only slightly less than he worships himself? Maybe I'm missing something. Can you name one thing that Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders have in common? Bernie and Donald do not have a super PAC. Actually, Donald Trump does have a super PAC, like four. Bernie and Trump both don't have hair. Wow, okay. Um, anything else? They're both old. Anything else? They both want to be president. And that's all it takes, huh? Can't they see that it's Bernie and Hillary that have similar policies and views? Their views are totally opposite. Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders' views are totally opposite? Right. What about Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump's views? Okay. Okay what? <laughs> are they totally opposite? <laughs> Hell not a robot short-circuiting. These are real people who are going to vote. Okay, to show them just how opposite Bernie and Trump are, I'm gonna play a fun game called Who Yelled It Best, Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders? First one. When Mexico sends its people, they're bringing crime. They're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. Trump. The goal of real health care reform must be high-quality, universal coverage in a cost-effective way. Bernie. I would end Obamacare and replace it with something terrific. Trump. 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 What gave it away? The third grade level wording. Okay. Okay. You will never learn what I am thinking. That's Trump. Actually, no, that's Hitler. Sounds a little like Trump, doesn't it? Trick question. Mm-hmm. I got you. Like a leprechaun. <laughs> wow. Except for the Hitler thing. You guys did really, really well. You know why? They are literally the opposite people. It's not going to Donald Trump, it's going away from Hillary Clinton. Okay, maybe an analogy will help. Last weekend I wanted to go to this new restaurant, but my friends wanted to go to this old restaurant, and I got outvoted. So instead of eating with them at this old restaurant, I went into an alley, and I sat down and ate a pile of dog At least I know it's doo-doo. That plan backfired. Do these people just love doo-doo? I have to get to the bottom of this. Y'all would rather have a 100% turd than a maybe secret turd. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. But what if that maybe Dookie turns out to just be okay and a little less progressive than Bernie Sanders? And I guess we'll have to chew on that. 
Well, I guess we'll just have to chew on that dookie. Ugh, maybe there isn't a way to convince these six Bernie the Trump voters to change their minds. Luckily, there is one Bernie supporter who has his priorities in order. Are you going to vote for Hillary Clinton in November? Yes. Oh, snap. Go on. So there's zero chance you vote for Donald oh, Trump. Oh, God, please. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that Donald Trump is defeated. Maybe Bernie supporters should just listen to the guy that they're supporting. Jay Willie, out. Jessica Williams, everybody. <laughs> Miss Jay Willie. Uh, what an exciting and yet sad moment mm -hmm. at the same time. Yep. <laughs> we, we tried. We tried to put together all of your greatest moments, but the truth is no one show can do them justice. You are the coolest, most awesome person. Uh, this building is going to suffer a severe lack of uh, Jay Williness mm -hmm. without mm -hmm. you. I got a lot of Willie style. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and so to say goodbye to you, we, we tried to put together just a tiny bit of uh, what makes you as amazing as you are. So please enjoy. Hey guys, it's TV's Jessica Williams. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Ah, ah, okay, okay, okay. See, that's racist. Brace yourself, you might want to sit down for this, but Beyonce is black. <laughs> Why would we need a tractor dancer on this farm? Because it's fun. Crop and lock it. Try this. Yep. Is that pioneer choking that Native American dude to death, or do I have something crazy in my eye? Look at me. I, I'm an old exorcist. I don't know technology. What the f is going on? I just want to live in a world where I can ride a freaking real hoverboard. You want to kick out a church that is very homophobic and put in young LGBT youth? It'd be a perfect place for our young people to live. What? <laughs> Jessica Williams, everybody. <laughs> ah, wow. Um, uh, Jessica, I think I speak for everyone on the show, especially your fellow correspondents. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Chill out, African. Oh, wow, it's all the correspondents, everybody. Oh, it's all the correspondents. <laughs> we can speak for ourselves. Yeah, I'll uh, go first because I'm the white guy. <laughs> Jess, it has been an honor working with you. When I came in, I was so impressed by how young and talented you were. It almost made me angry. <laughs> And now, as you leave, I'm honored to say that I am still pissed. <laughs> You've covered so many important stories about black women and gay rights and pastors who think that they're semen and Starbucks coffee. Right. <laughs> but before you go, Jess, there's one big reason we're all here today. Can I get your office? Can I get your office? Guys, 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 please, guys. It was so beautiful and you spoiled. You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> I'm getting Jessica's office. Uh, we also we're going to put the tanning bed. No, Jessica, we, uh, wow. We cannot say goodbye to you enough. It is not goodbye, it is farewell. You're going to be close by, hopefully. Your show is going to be amazing and you're always welcome. Jessica Williams, everybody.
Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.